Welcome to the Upper Perkiomen Community Church Podcast. Join us on Sundays at 258 Main Street, East Greenville, Pennsylvania. Refreshments at 9 a.m. Worship at 9.30 a.m. Or visit us online at upcconline.org. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy our teaching time with our special guest speaker. everybody. I was sizing up the stages. I was coming up thinking, oh, I might be able to hurdle that, but those days are done. I'm actually dealing with some back stiffness this morning. I'm at that point where I, I, I think I wrenched my back just walking the dog about a week ago. I'm like, how does that happen? So we're just kind of working through it. But uh, I'm going to be starting in John 19. If, if you have your Bibles and you want to turn there, we're going to set this up, though, uh, be, before uh, we get into the Word of God. Um, let me just ask God to bless our time and um, maximize it. I tend to rush when I get excited, so by His grace, I'll slow down, pace myself, and make sense. Let's pray together. Father, good morning, and thanks again for the opportunity to uh, get in Your Word together uh, today. Uh, thank you already for what we've accomplished in terms of giving you honor, praise, worship through uh, just fellowship, communion, and worship. Uh, Lord, continue that now. Holy Spirit, uh, speak through your word. Uh, bless our time together, and uh, be honored and glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. I got to tell you right away, thank you for having me. I hope I, I don't offend anybody as far as like, Ted, of course we're going to come to church, but when I saw the newsletter, I, I get copied on that, and Pastor John announced me in advance, I Okay, Pastor John's out. He's invited Ted Brunner in. You don't even know who, well, most of you, I guess you, you don't know who I am. I'm thinking, and you still came out to church this morning. That's a beautiful thing. Um, I did invite my fam just for backup, just to kind of bolster the numbers. So just give them away. They're the they're two rows over there. And um, I, I also point them out for, for another reason as far as fellowship between coming out of church here and and, and transitioning into the next hour. Um, FCA is a, a resource ministry to be given away. So my wife, Wanda, uh, Aunt Pearl, Aunt Edie, my mother-in-law, Fern, um, God bless them. They could tell you all about what FCA looks like from just making food to love on people, serving tables. Um, Wanda calls her aunts the army of ants because they just bolster the ministry. Um, thanks for coming. I have a couple coaches in the house, and, and one athlete, I'm saying that because I know they have to leave early. I needed, my pride's telling me to tell you that because I don't want you to think I'm so bad that they're leaving before I finish. So um, a couple coaches, and I, I, just a special shout out, Jordan Wood, if you just stand, give him a wave. Jordan's a, a, a junior at Lehigh University, and once a week, um, his the relationship I share with Jordan um, is kind of God's used it to birth what we're sharing today. Um, Jordan is on the wrestling team at Lehigh. He's leaving here to, to go to a, a workout, um, Division I wrestling. They hardly ever get home. Um, I invited guys to come. Jordan was able to make it. He's a Boyertown guy. Um, God's blessing his career. Finished fourth in the nation at nationals this year. Um, that's a feat. The more I work with the wrestlers, I realize just to be healthy and get through a season um, but Jordan's tracking with the Lord and has been so diligent to help bring about um, team ministry. 
The excitement of today is to get in the Word of God, but I, I don't want to miss the opportunity as we share God's Word to highlight how He's using FCA because I look at a church family like this, and I know God's Spirit may already be stirring someone's heart to say, you mean to tell me, Ted, that you need men and women to just start praying for the next team where a coach would come and say, like Coach Santoro, I just want my, my boys to know the Lord more personally. And he's got to be careful to do that as a head coach, how he does that professionally and by contract. I'm a volunteer. So he hands it off, and I can come in, and, and that looks like once a week Bible study. Um, goal is once a week just to go up to the wrestling center and, and hang out because what's happening there, I do see wrestlers, but the coaches are coming over just to talk. Um, and then beyond that, relationship, it comes down to your clock management and what you have time to do to love um, uh, an athlete and a coach. I'm here to tell you, yes, that, that, that I believe in faith is, is where God is starting to take the ministry as, as I get older. I, know I have to give it away. Um, uh, and, and that might be you. Uh, I'll tell you right now, um, we're praying Alvernia University football just, just gave us a call. We sat down with some coaches. They're going to require the whole team to come to a team meeting in the fall, and we're going to present team ministry. I, have, I, I can't do Alvernia football. It's an hour away. Um, I have one guy in the ranks, and I'm praying for what I would call the wingman. Uh, we, I, I like two, two men or women to be a part of that so that we can keep the weekly consistent touch. Pray with me. You might know someone in, in, in the Reading area. Uh, a neat backstory of Jordan. One day, I, I'm guessing it may have been Jordan, but our, our numbers were a little bit light. I don't know if that was a factor, but he invited some of the volleyball, volleyball girls into our Bible study. We meet Wednesday or Thursday night. Um, two came. Really blessed, really encouraged, and, and now they're stirring to, to talk to the volleyball coach at Lehigh University and, and explore team ministry. Well, I know I'm not the guy to, to, to minister to a, a room full of women in that context. Uh, I'd love to give it to my wife. I know she'd be great, but she's a kindergarten teacher and doing the math there and some of the other things. Um, we'll see, but it'd be great. Uh, we need two women who would be like, I can do that. I can do that. Um, so I don't want the whole service to be telling you those things, but the relationship that God's blessing through FCA looks somewhat like that, and we're, we're at that point uh, to give it away. I was counting as we were getting ready to come into um, sharing today, and, and we're right around 35, I call them touches, our settings, between schools that are doing ministry on their campus, our teams that are saying, come. Um, love, love our players and, and, and minister to their hearts. Um, the, the most recent being Emmaus. I tell you that. Please pray. Emmaus will go before the school board this month for, for approval. Um, and the, the more I do this in terms of the spiritual dynamic of that, um, that's a big deal. Uh, Moravian just started. Uh, they, they, just, they started and then Sunday was their last huddle. We call the Bible studies on campus huddles. So we're, we're right around 35 and God's good. We have one full-time staff in Northern Montgomery County, but you guys don't like your job and want to learn to be a No, you can like your job and still come on board. Uh, we, we definitely need men and women, and I, I, I'm not begging. I know God's, God's in it, but I wanted you to hear that. This, this, this is more than just, um, hey, here's, here's Ted Bruner and FCA. It's meant to be given away, so I, I want to encourage you, you all with that. Uh, stop also for a minute to say thank you as well as a church family. 
if we could replicate Upper Perk Community Church in so many ways uh, to, to just, you give me a model to, to share with other churches. Um, and I, I'm, a, I'm a pretty emotional guy. Seth, my youngest son's here. He jokes, Dad, wherever you go, you got to cry. Um, goal's not to cry today, but that one would get me if I stopped long enough on how good you've been. Brian's relationship, Pastor John, texting, communicating. I mean, look what's happened just through the years of, of partnering. We're in Upper Perk Middle School as a Bible club. We're in Upper Perk High School. Team ministry with the football, that, that, that's a story in itself. And now you're doing camp. And, and trusting you have a, a pulse on the culture, not just Upper Perk community, but we're finding camp still one of the closest frontline ways to get to families that will not come to this church or any, but they'll trust us with their children for a day. Um, and and that's, that's the climate. That's the climate we're, we're in. Um, so thank you for partnering and, and, um, and joining us. I will be available afterwards in terms of you just processing and saying, hey, Ted, um, at, at the the very least, maybe at the, 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 the greatest opportunity to pray, um, we're learning to come to God with the big mountains and, and the little things as well and say, God, you, you need to be in it. If you want to join us on that level, or uh, I brought some resources. If you want to see what we give to coaches and athletes, um, I'm prepared to give these to anybody who would like. I can bless someone with that, from Bibles to devotionals. Um, this is our campus Bible. I can't give this away. It's our last one. Um, but um, I'll show it to you and hopefully have a few extra next time I come. So what I want to do, a disclaimer, I'm not a preacher. When Brian said you have their service, I was like a kid in the candy shop because I was like, are you kidding me? Are you going to let me do that? I, I, I don't preach, but, but I spent 15 years as, as a teacher, a Bible teacher. Um, that's my degree. I majored in the Bible. I love God's word. God just rerouted my, my, my direction path in life uh, in terms of like, Ted, this is where you're going to go. Uh, to do what you do. So if you would just bear with me, we're going to switch gears from church setting to I'm going to just treat you and welcome you into a huddle. Three things happen in a huddle. You're welcomed and loved. Um, we will pray together, probably start and finish, and then we're going to get into God's word. That's the vision for every, every setting I gave you. Now, team chapel is a little bit tricky because before a game, you have about 15 minutes. You got to hustle. Um, but if I took you to a school, which I could do uh, God's growing the ministry every day but Saturday. I could take you somewhere, and, and young men and women from junior high through college are getting after it. Um, those are the elements. So Wednesday night when I go up to Lehigh uh, University and, and, the, and the wrestlers, you say wrestlers or wrestlers, Jordan, the, the wrestlers um, get together, um, they, this is what we'll do, okay? Um, we, we get into the Word of God. So I'm going to treat you like a huddle. Some of this content came from an evening with, with the wrestlers. Um, could we cue that first slide? So I'm going to start with an opening thought. I want you to read that. Now, a couple disclaimers. That's not my quote. I, I, somebody shared that from social media. Gives you an idea of the power, that, that element of social media. Um, and um, I, that's not my quote, just so you know that. But I've been visiting schools lately. My wrestlers were one setting. I, I've showed this to you. I'll show you a picture of, of Lafayette College. Some incredible things happening at Lafayette. And I show this and say, what do you think? So if you were a huddle, we'd take time. We'd, we'd fire up some feedback. I will tell you, the feedback on this, some people look at it. Maybe they, I didn't give them that disclaimer, and they, they think I said it, and they don't want to offend me. I, I don't know, but mixed reviews. I, I was at one high school. A teacher in the back was like, here we go. Um, another teacher um, willing, and I want that to be at, at huddle, the, the, the dialogue, but another teacher's like, now wait a minute. And uh, 
what I want to do, guys, is challenge you with that because I'm asking you, what do you see? And that's where we're going for the next 10 or so minutes. When, when you look at God's word, what do you see? Now, if we had an hour like I do with the wrestlers, we'd really, we'd really chew this up, but um, we got to do the Cliff Notes versions. I'm hoping the majority of you saw enough concern to say, Ted, I can't agree with that. I can't. The compost thing and the life thing, and okay, it, it, it may sound like an element of good, but this, this young lady or young man, whoever posted this, what did he or she call the word of God? They said it's dead, and they said it's garbage. And what we're doing, what we're trying to do through FCA is not only cast a vision to get together, that in itself is a challenge, you know, take time in the midst of your busy schedule to come together in fellowship, get in God's word. We're challenging them to, to, to stay at it, get in it, be there, and then go out. But it starts with you. So what we want to do is train them to look at something like this and see what God's word says about it. So we're going to do rapid fire here, but here's some verses if you would need them to refute. If that was your friend or your neighbor, um, this, this is what we see. Hebrews 4.12, for the word of God is living, and that's exactly what living means. The vital power is in itself um, and active. We get our word energy from active. It's, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's a source of power. Uh, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of, of the heart. God's word is alive, not just because you picked it up one day and said, okay, I'm going to read it today. We'll, 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 we'll uh, scroll through these for a moment. Um, first Peter, um, you've been born again, not a perishable seed, but of imperishable through the living and abiding word of God. What, what's cool about these verses is you're, you're going to see the outpouring of the word of God being alive um, Peter's quoting Isaiah, all flesh is like grass and its glory like the flowers. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. Um, love that about the word of God. Isaiah is like seven plus hundred years before Peter's writing that. God's word alive and active. I, I, I think this is the last one and I close with it because this perhaps might be the most powerful connection. Revelation of John telling you who he sees by way of vision. And as you read that for yourself, you get to the end and you realize he is clothed in a robe dipped in blood and the name by which he called is the word of God. He being who? That's Jesus Christ. Equivalent, equal sign. I'm not deep at math, but I get that. Jesus Christ is the living word of God. And that's where we want to be in terms of meeting students and student athletes right where they're at to, to receive the word of God and embrace it. I think the next slide is um, a, a picture, and, and I just want to encourage you guys with this. Um, uh, I was so blessed to see this for myself, but Clemson FCA, just to encourage you uh, how God is still at work. Sometimes you wonder and you think, oh boy, the, the news is so heavy. Uh, Clemson FCA came up to Philadelphia. Their huddle, um, they're meeting weekly, 800 to 1,000 students, and apparently a part of what they do is we're going to go on missions trips over spring break. They picked Philadelphia this year, and they invited the Philly, greater Philly FCA uh, team to just come down and be blessed. They brought their own worship team, had their own teaching time. That's what you're seeing. This is at the Radisson in Valley Forge. Um, I took my daughter down. God knew exactly that I needed to be there to, to, to just hear and see his heart. These young people, they, they run this. I think maybe I saw four adults, students organized the whole thing. And what you're seeing is their worship time. What, what just struck me, do you, do you see all the Bibles 
open on their laps, some Bible on one side, journal on another. I was looking like, and I'm doing this for full-time ministry. I'm like, this is still happening? They still have a, cop, a hard Bible copy, and they're getting after it. The speaker got up, got into Ephesians, 45 minutes, 45 minutes just getting in the Word of God. And I'm thinking, um, my youngest is 21. When does a 21-year-old stop for 45 when do, when do any of us stop for 45 minutes and just get after it? I was so blessed, and I just want you to know this is the vision. We're not at 800 to 1,000 per week, but... Um, we're, we're going we're to just keep getting after it where, where people are going to notice and see God's work on their campus. And I'm convinced it has to do with what I'm giving you today. So here we go. I, I want to share with you, you can roll the next slide, Ramon. I want to share with you the challenge of the next few minutes. And it's just to ask you to ask yourself, when I come to God's word, what do I see? And that S-E-E is, is what I want to just play off of today. That's the closest I'm giving you to a whatever point sermon outline. Um, do you study it? That's discipline. Do you do it every day? That's devotion. And do you enjoy the process of just being with Jesus, the living word of God? That's delight. Those things kind of blend together, but it can be kind of a, a process of, 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 of learning where, you know what, um, I can go deeper, you know, and, and, and I, I can uh, determine for myself that I'm going to get into the word of God. Um, I'm going to start studying it even, even more intentionally. I'm going to make it a goal to do it every day. And in the process, I'm just going to enjoy the journey. I'm just going to meet Jesus there. That's where we want to go today. So how do we do it? This is what happens. And Ramon, you can hit that next slide. When we go to a campus, um, part of our, our vision and mission is to give that away. So I just want to kind of testify that it's happening. This is Lafayette. They're learning to do a word study. We're going to uh, just uh, scratch the surface of that today. That's the Lehigh wrestlers on the left, uh, Lehigh University um, crew uh, invited me to share on the top, and then that's Boyertown High School at the bottom. Never, never get tired. If you ever want to come visit a huddle, let me know. Um, never get tired of going. Just truly, truly enjoyable. So what do we do? Let's, let's look at that together by way of a lesson. So the next slide, Ramon, will start us off. Um, I taught the students how to um, download a, a Bible app. And if you would like to do that, you can see me. It's free. It's called Bible Hub. And um, it, 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 it shows you and it teaches you how to do a, a word study. And, and that's what I want to demonstrate today with the, with the last few minutes. Okay? So, Ramon, do you want to um, show the next slide? We're going to stay here for a minute, but I want to show you the backstory of how this works. Let's turn now to John 19. And if you look... Um, in John 19, I'm in verse 23. Jesus is on the cross. The overlap today between worship and communion, it's very appropriate as we uh, look at God's word. John, Jesus is um, hanging on the cross. And um, verse 23, Then the soldiers, when they had crucified Jesus, took his outer garments and made four parts, a part to every soldier, also the tunic. Now the tunic was seamless, woven in one piece. So they said to one another, let us not tear it, but cast lots for it to decide who it shall, whose it shall be. This is what I want you to see. This was to fulfill the scripture. They divided my outer garments among them, and for the clothing they cast lots. Backstory to this, we just finished the book of John with the wrestlers. We're walking through this a verse at a time. 
I'm trying to stay a step, of, uh, a step ahead of them to prepare for this and to know where we're going. So um, I'm listening to, to men speak uh, from the truth of John and, and hearing and processing. And I got to that verse, thus, it, it, well, this was to fulfill the scripture. And I thought, well, where does that happen? So join me now as I help the wrestlers uh, go there. Turn to Psalm 22. To find out where this is fulfilled, you have to go to Psalm 22. Now, I'm not going to read all this, but when, when you get there, and as I'm hearing, I love hearing those pages turn, this is why we have a campus Bible and athletes Bible, because um, um, uh, I know Jordan had to leave, but some of the guys, Jordan's probably the, the most grounded guy. A lot of them are seekers. So to level the playing field, we all have the same Bible. I just tell them, turn to such and such a page, um, and, we, and we jump in together. But to see this fulfillment, um, you would see that um, that's down verse 18. They divide my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. A great takeaway today, uh, if you have never read through all of Psalm 22, do it. Profoundly prophetic. David's writing it, but as you read it, uh, it's so graphically drawing the picture of the cross. Even the critic would look at this and say, what's happening? David was years before. The Romans didn't inter, um, um, invent crucifixion. I think the Persians did, but they're still to come. Uh, I don't believe Persia was an empire while, while David was reigning. And, and you're, you're reading about this graphic picture of, 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 um, of the cross. So you see the prophecy. They divide my garments among them, verse 18. But as I was reading through it, I saw verse 6. But I am a worm and not a man a reproach of men and despised by the people. So here's classic opportunity where I'm studying the word of God and I do this detour. I see the fulfillment of, of the prophecy from John to Psalm, but now this verse six gets my attention. And, and it was, I, I, I credit, um, some of you might know Chuck Missler. He's with the Lord. That guy digs deep. And I'll cue him up and I'll listen to him share while I'm riding my, my stationary bike. Um, and, and I'm thinking, he shared this, so he gets the credit. I'm like, is this really going down? So I looked at verse 6, and, and when you see that, but I am a worm, not a man, you look and think, well, Jesus is just speaking humbly of himself. Um, I, I'm, I'm coming into this lowly guy. I'm humbled, I'm broken. Well, maybe. But when you take a closer look, and that's my heart today, what do you see when you look at the Word of God? Have you determined that you will study it every day, delight in your time with the Lord, and allow the Holy Spirit to transform you through that? That's our goal. Let's go deeper. So let's just rip through this. Take a closer look at worm. When you study in scripture, you find out the word in Hebrew is rima, and it means maggot or, or worm. That's what a worm is. Um, but Jesus didn't use that word. He didn't call himself a rima. Next slide. He called himself a tola, a tolaat. And not only did he call himself that, he, he referred to himself in the feminine. It's the feminine version of the tolaat. Not to say feminine qualities. He's saying, if you're going to understand why I'm a worm, when you do this study, you have to look at the female to understand. And I got an education on this. There's a lot of Googling going on. Um, because what I found out, the male, he has wings. And I'm guessing it's probably right after mating. He's gone. Watch what happens with the female, though. Okay? Um, this is the Hebrew. This is what you would get as you unpack the... I'm showing the guys how to do it on the Bible Hub app. You don't have to use that one. But you, it's, it's a resource for you. You can go in and I'm checking out this word worm. Um, tola means worm, scarlet stuff. 
That's what it means. That's the scarlet worm. There's a Latin name for it. I can't pronounce it, so I avoided it. But that's a scarlet. It looks more like a grub. What do you need to know about the scarlet worm to just love Jesus a little bit more today? Let's rip these off, Ramon. I know we have to watch our time. What do you need to know? So the tola worm is a very special worm. Like I said, it looks like a grub. Um, all the way back to building the tabernacle, these things reach a point where they, they get into the bark as God would have it. Um, they eat, and then they start secreting and, and, and building up this, this um, film, um, forming a hard shell. And um, the, the Jewish community would know when to pick this thing off the tree and, um, and then use it for dye. That's where you get the scarlet stuff. So let's keep rolling, Ramon. Um, picture of this. Um, these, these are actually Jewish men who, <laughs> if you go to the website, they're climbing trees, pulling these things out. And, and just element of prophecy, these guys are doing it to prepare worship garments for the next temple in Jerusalem. They believe it's going to happen. Um, th- this is powerful stuff. But they, they make this dye from the grub, okay? Next slide. What I want you to know, dye is one thing, but watch what happens with the female. When it's time for the female or mother crimson worm to have babies, she only does it once in her life. She'll climb up a tree, attach her body to the wood, and, and, and her shell becomes really, really hard. She sticks to the tree so hard that if you try to scrape her off, you're going to tear her apart. And I'll let you process the rest of that. Are you seeing something there? Climbing up a tree, adhering itself to the tree, and it's not coming off the tree. Next slide. She'll then lay her eggs under her body, under the shell. She's fastened. She's not coming off. When the baby worms hatch, I was debating as far as children, disclaimer, I, I hope this is okay for all audiences, but when the, when the, when the mother has her, her babies, she essentially becomes their first meal. Not only gives protection, she's the source of food. She's their source of life. Are, are, are you seeing what's happening here? Next slide. After just a few days, when the young, young worm grows to the point that they're able to take care of themselves, the mother dies. As the mother crimson worm dies, she oozes a crimson or scarlet dye. Not only stains the wood she's attached to, but also her young children. They're, they're colored scarlet uh, red for the rest of their lives. I've never seen that. I've seen a lot of images processing this, so um, uh, may or may not be the case, but there, there's an image of that scarlet. This is you know, when, when, when the, the Jewish community making the tabernacle and, and, and priestly garments. Um, this is when uh, the mother's you know, obviously primed to be picked and, 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 uh, and, and utilized for, for the dye, but, but you see what's happening. Next slide. <laughs> it's just amazing. That's enough, right? Attached to a tree, there to die, feed her young, give them life, but that's not the, the end of it. After three days, the dead mother crimson worm's body loses its crimson color, turns white as snow, and then falls to the ground. And we're going to wrap this up, guys, with one of my favorite verses, Ephesians 1.18. God's saying to, to his people, come, let us reason together, though your sins are like scarlet. That's the word. Uh, scarlet means scarlet. There, it, it's connected to the worm. They will be white as snow, though they are red like crimson. Uh, again, there's the word, crimson. They'll be like wool. Fascinating, the depth of God's word. Do you see it? Do you receive it? 
God created through all the ages this little Tola worm that I'm in my 50s and I didn't even know it existed. Is that new information for any of you? A Tola worm. God, what are you doing? It gets better than that. David's word was prophetic, but let's let's end with um, this, this last one. In Job... And this is pretty cool, too, because this is one of Job's friends. Why don't, why don't we turn there? We have a, a couple minutes here. Let's turn to Job. I apologize if I'm moving too fast out of excitement. But Job's, um, you, you know the suffering of Job and, and the interaction, the dialogue. We're getting, um, we're in the point, by Job 25, we're, we're in the point, uh, at the point where his friends are going back and forth, and they're frustrated. Like, Job, you're suffering because you sin. Just confess it and move on. He's like, I'm standing before God. He knows my heart. So build that. They take turns talking to Job. These are friends that are just with him. Um, and, and initially, it was a good start, a little bit of a poor finish, because they're just they're pounding to make their point. Build that doesn't slot here, but we still pull truth from what he um, In verse, uh, we can just read the whole thing together. Then Bildad the Shuite answered, Dominion and all belong to him who establishes peace in his heights. Is there any number to his troops? And upon whom does his light not rise? How then can a man be just with God? Or how can he be clean who is born of a woman? Understand the spirit of what's happening here. Bill is like, who gets it right? And, and God's inspiring even Bildad's counsel to, 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 to challenge us today. Um, here, here we are, 2019, receiving the living word of God. If even the moon has no brightness and the stars are not pure in his sight, how much less a man, that maggot, and the son of man, that worm? Maggot there, guess which word that is in Hebrew? That's rima. Maggot means maggot. The son of man, you guys catching the son of man there? Where have you heard that phrase before? I believe over 80 times in the Gospels, most uh, common or popular name of Jesus for himself, the Son of Man came. And guess what word that is for worm? The tola'at, the tola. Just a thought. We don't have to go deeper than, than, than necessary there, but one of the oldest books in the Bible, and, and build out speaking this truth, like, Job, who, who, who can do this? Um, who, who is not sinful and... and uh, I look at that verse and I think Jesus is saying, I'm going right in. I'm going right in to fix that problem. And I'll illustrate it with this tiny little worm. So that, that's a lot of content in, in a little time. And I'm just going to wrap it up there. If I could give you one passage to take um, on your own. And Ramon, if we could just end by going back to the slide with the C. Um, the, the green slide with C it. I would ask you guys to spend some time in Luke 24, uh, again in the spirit of, of the resurrection and communion today. Jesus is walking on the road to Emmaus. You guys familiar with that story? And, and, and the two men are walking from Jerusalem to Emmaus, and Jesus shows up. This is a great place to start. If your heart's been touched and encouraged, say, you know what? I'm in God's word, but I want to go deeper. I want to learn how to stop and look at a, a word like worm, and, 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 and I want to pull from that and dig in and and, and, and see what God's saying, even on a deeper level of the Hebrew language and the Greek. You all can do it. You all can. I really believe that. Um, start in Luke 24. That, that's, that's a picture of my heart for you as a church family. When Jesus gets to the point of saying, 
when they're like, don't you understand what happened? And Jesus starts to walk with them, and, and in his own special, warm, compassionate way, he's like, Let, let's talk about that. Let me tell you about me in the scriptures from Genesis through the prophets. I would have loved to have been walking with them that day. Wouldn't that have been incredible? Just to hear him saying, you see me in Genesis 3? Do you see me? Don't you think he hit Psalm 22 and just kind of broke it down for him? Uh, that's, that's who I want to be. I, you know, I want to know God's word well enough. Like, let's just, let's just dig in. And that's my heart for you. Um, I'm going to close this in prayer before the worship team uh, comes. And um, this is a good day if any of you can look at this and say, you know what? It's time to reconnect with God. If there's more Tola worms to find in Scripture, I want to be that man or woman to say, I'm going to study it every day. We'll, we'll, we'll keep at it. Scrape your knees, get up, keep going. Uh, and I'm just going to enjoy the process because, man, it gets exciting when God, you just see him speaking in his word. So that's my prayer for you. Let me bless you in prayer and the worship team will come. Father, I just thank you for your word. Living, alive, energetic, active. I thank you, Lord, for how patient you are. That little Tola worm was in scripture uh, for, for, for as long as the word of God has been around and, and you gave us a chance to discover it. How many treasures are waiting to be opened, Lord, because... We are in a place now to come and say, I want to see your word. I want to study it. I want to study it every day. I want to delight in it. I want to enjoy you. So bless everyone here as we make a point of application today. Praise you, Jesus, for being that little worm in the sense of what we can learn. And, and I don't say that in, in any other way than to glorify you and, and honor you for being that kind of savior that you would hang on that cross and no one could take you down for me, for us. Give us a heart to be men and women of your word every day. And I bless these people in your name, Jesus. Amen.